0: Retirement Talk. I'm Val Lowry. That's a pretty morbid topic, my wife said in response to her question about a subject for this podcast. Not as morbid as not having the conversation was my response. One thing we all know for certain is that we are going to die. Whenever people are asked how they want to die, most say quickly and painlessly. That makes sense to me. The problem is, we don't know exactly how we're going to die, and many of the ways are the not quick and painless way. They're long and painful. There are steps that can be taken to confront this predicament, and in this podcast I want to talk about one that goes by the name of Advanced Directive. It is a formal statement that is constructed while we are healthy concerning medical measures to be avoided as we near death. If we have a medical directive, we might want to review it. And if we don't have one, we might want to rush right out and get one. We've all heard of CPR, ventilating or respiratory machines, intravenous feeding or hydration tubes, kidney dialysis, major surgery, antibiotics, pain medication, and brain dead. When we're young and tough, they may carry a different weight than when we are retired and nearing the end of an average lifespan. Most of us are familiar with these methods or machines through the magic of television. Thus, we have an incredibly inaccurate view of the results of using them. Doctors who deal with death as a matter of profession have a much different view. I happen to hear a podcast on Radiolab of this subject just recently, and I feel like it needs to be shared. Of course, you're free to look it up and listen to the podcast yourself, but I feel like I must pass on a bit of the information presented. Back in the 1940s, medical doctor students at John Hopkins University were asked if they would participate in a lifelong health study that might gain important significance over time. Throughout the years, over 1,300 students signed up, and they're now nearing the end of the normal lifespan. Recently, they were asked their opinions Concerning using all of those measures I mentioned in the opening of this podcast. CPR, ventilators, kidney dialysis, hydration, and feeding tubes, etc. Approximately 90% of them rejected them all, with the exception of pain medication. When folks on the street were consulted, folks like you and me, The numbers were reversed, 90% wanted them all. Of course, they also wanted a quick and painless death. The difference is amazing. Those that have a limited view of death, regular folks like most of us, have a view that is the opposite of those doctors who deal with death as part of their profession. Those that have witnessed many deaths. This is a sad state of affairs. People deserve better. One example that was given concerned CPR. On television, hands are placed on the chest and pressure is applied. People cheer and the victim soon responds. Life is restored and smiles all around. In real time. 8% survive, and of those, 3% resume a meaningful life. 3% live in a chronic vegetative state, and about 2% have a life, but not a desirable one. They're not dead, but they are very much a different person. All this doesn't sound good to me, nor does it sound good to the doctors. That's why they resoundly reject all of these last-minute attempts at extending life. This reality probably doesn't sound good to most of you. I have a health directive in place, but I pulled it out for another look. I want to make sure it's clear and in the right hands. I did have a talk with my daughter about this, and I plan on having one with my son soon. Maybe I will just send them a copy of this podcast. My wife has been party to my thinking along these lines for years, but the program did point out one important step, sharing the information. What complicates a difficult time for the ones making decisions at this critical moment in many lives is the arrival of your sister, your cousin, your child, a good friend. Who has not been informed of your wishes. The directive may be clear to your doctor, your wife, and someone else, but the one person who has not been privy to your wishes could make life very difficult for all. It's important that a health directive be clear and be known to those who might be involved in your manner of death. It makes me think, that I need to be a bit more active along this line. I don't want to cause tears, arguments, and hard feelings because someone is trying to carry out my own health directive. I don't think my death will leave everyone smiling, but I don't want to make it more difficult than it needs to be. One thing folks on the street and the doctors agree upon was the preferred place of death. They all wanted to die at home. Considering the end of one's life is not a pleasant subject, but consider the little-known information that is in direct opposition to reality is even more unpleasant. This is one place where it might pay off to plan ahead and be very proactive. I highly recommend you pull up radiolab.org and listen to the show entitled Shorts, The Bitter End. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please contact Dell at retirementtalk.org. And if you'd like to rate or review this program, you can do so on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Please do. It helps.